0: Hello, my name is Tanner Alcarez and this is Back of the Net. Today we're going to be talking about um, my big uh, top three matches of the week, injuries in the league, Champions League, and my predictions for it. And also we're going to be talking about trades that happened last summer, how the players are going to, how the players are doing. Also, we're going to talk about trade rumors that are also happening around Premier League and Maybe a little out of Premier League as well. Um, so hopefully you enjoy the the show, and I'll get back at you. Okay, starting with my top three matches of the week, we're going to talk about Southampton versus Chelsea. Arsenal versus Man City and Man United versus, versus Newcastle. So let's get started with Chelsea's last game against Newcastle, um, which mostly in the first half they kept the pressure and scored twice in the game. They were able to stop Newcastle for the rest of it, winning 2 0. Unlike so- Southampton, Uh, Last game against the Wolves, but like Chelsea, they kept the pressure most of the first half, scoring one by Redman's, But a PK by the Wolves at 52-20 were able to level it. They later were able to score once again at 65-16 to take the lead by Neto, and the Wolves take the win. For this game, uh, these two coming into this match, I believe uh, Chelsea could take the win due to their execution and play style. They uh, they got to their they got the momentum. I believe they can take on Southampton, and you know Southampton's not a bad team. It's just that when a, when the team loses like how they did, I believe that it's really gonna mess up with the p- player's motivation. So they're not going to be super motivated going into uh, this game against Chelsea. Now, Arsenal versus Man City. Arsenal, in their last match against Leeds United, Arsenal took the lead early with a goal by Aubameyang. Uh, They later on score for a 3-0 lead. Arsenal's execution and scoring ability have got Leeds United weak, and their keeper is shook. Aubameyang later scores a hat-trick at 46.50, but shortly after, Leeds finally answers back with a goal of their own. It's a header. And then again, at 68-12, uh, they score once more. Arsenal wins uh, due to their captain, Aubameyang. Uh, David Luiz looked really good at the start of the game, stopping a lot and helping lead the charge. But it seems later on he was not able to do what him and uh, the defense were able to usually do. Now, in Man City's last game against Everton, Man City takes the lead first with a volley by Foden. Everton levels it out with a Richarlison's goal. Um, But Man City again with a goal at 62-48 to put the score 2-1. But puts the match in the bag after a goal by Bernardo, making it 3-1 at 76-20. Man City City ends up winning, and um, it's mainly due to their passing and finding open men. These uh, Going into this game, Arsenal versus Man City, I believe these two teams is going to be a tough one. I believe Man City can take it just due to the limited points they gave up and their intensity. Don't get me wrong, Arsenal is a great team with intensity, aggression, and a large amount of skill set. But compared to Man City's mids and forwards, I don't think David Luiz and the defense can handle it. Uh, David Luiz doesn't look like he's on top of his game as much anymore. And um, without him and their mids uh, helping Aubameyang, I don't know if uh, Arsenal gots, uh, gots it. Now. Man United versus Newcastle. Man United in their last game they're going against West Brom. West Brom sc- scores first in the first 2 minutes of the game by Diang, but a goal by Ferdinand, Fernandez at uh 44 10, the game gets leveled. With great plays by both teams and aggression, um play style and great technique, um Neither could score, making it a time match. At the end of the ninety-fifth minute, these two teams uh, definitely had a great battle. But in my personal opinion, Man United should have taken the win, just due to how they're uh, they're second in the league, and you know uh, they should have taken a team like West Brom. Since I already talked about Newcastle's crushing defeat, I think that Man United has a shot of taking the win. Just due to their mid-martial, uh, mid, um, even though he is coming out of injury, and therefore Rashford, um, I feel like the loss of momentum for that uh, Newcastle endured, I'm leaning towards Man United. Not just because I'm a big fan of theirs, but due to how Newcastle's momentum is kind of shot at the moment. Now for injuries uh, in the league. Arsenal currently has three injuries, but it hasn't affected Arsenal at all. So no worries there for you Arsenal fans. But for Chelsea, they uh, also are missing three men. Uh, one of them Thiago Silva which is a great player that we have seen in the past make a good impact on Chelsea but since losing him they have not lost any momentum and they also have been playing fairly well I think that Chelsea can uh, go a couple more weeks without him when he gets back in early March the big injury that I want to talk about is Paul Pogba he is currently out with a thigh injury, and he's not going to be able to play at all this February. Um, Paul Pogba has has always helped uh, Manchester United, and um, since their last game versus West Brom, which they could not execute quite uh, well, um, I believe that his uh, influence on the team and him being out really affects the team a lot. This is not a good look for him or the team due to them being second in um, the league, but for games like against uh, West Brom, they should have definitely taken them out. But hopefully when he comes back um, in March, uh, he could definitely put his leadership and his skill set to use and help manage this team a lot better than how they currently are going. Uh, it scares me that uh, Paul Pogba is going to be out for that long, but it's what's what's happening. So what are you going to do? <laughs> For the teams that are playing in Champions League, we have Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man City. So, Liverpool, they have recently just beat Leipzig, which there were no surprises there, which Leipzig is not the best of teams that have ever came out of um, whatever league they're from. I can't think of them. I'm so sorry. But um, they... Also, I don't think this is where Leipzig's career ends. For Liverpool, I believe that they can make it fairly far, but um, if Chelsea were able, um, can beat um, Atletico, which I'm going to get into in a little bit, and Man City, of course, they're going to beat Monk and Gladbach, which I'm also going to get into after that. Um, we'll definitely see because those might be the two main rivals. I mean, not rivals, but um, contenders and champions. So, for Chelsea versus Atletico, um this is gonna be a tough match. I' don't, I might contradict myself from the last statement, but here I go. Um, Chelsea is gonna be going against Atletico and, I don't know what's going to happen just due to Luis Suarez, who currently um, got placed on that team after a trade from Barcelona. He currently is doing way better than um, Messi in, uh, with uh, goals and in, in matches they have played. Also with um, Barcelona getting knocked out of Champions League, I believe that... I I believe that it's going to be hard for it's going to be quite easy to run over Chelsea but in Chelsea's last game they were definitely able to uh, do uh, they were able to beat out um, Newcastle which that's kind of a given am I right Um, but they have the momentum going into this game, the 23rd, and I definitely believe that um, what they are doing can work with Luis Suarez's Atletico, even with uh, Atletico doing quite well. My next game is um, Man City versus Monkey and Gladbach. I- you know, there is no argument there where um, man, if Man City will uh, beat Gladback or Monking Gladback can beat Man City because a lot of us in the States don't know who Gladback is. And I believe that um, Man City can take this uh, win without a doubt. This game is definitely going to be in the bag for them. And... That's all I got to say about that. But for three, these three teams, I uh, my predictions for them is Liverpool can go quite far. The only um, pers- team that I think that can uh, knock these men out, um, well, Liverpool at least, is Dortmund, um, PSG, Bayern, Real Madrid. These are the other teams in the... Um, in the league that uh, in Champions League that I think could um, knock them off Um, so Liverpool might have a little struggle there Chelsea same goes for them PSG is quite a good contender uh, going 4-1 against Barcelona which is kind of embarrassing for Lionel Messi and he might have a lot on his mind doing controversy. We'll talk about later. Um, Man City goes same same way. Um, we have PSG, young bright team with also experienced players. We got Dortmund, also a young team with quite a bit of aggression, and we got Real Madrid with um, great defenders, great mids, and they've always been a top contender no matter what you think about them. Um, We see uh, those teams facing off in the second leg um, with Liverpool going against Leipzig once again. Uh, That's going to be March 10th. Man City going again. Mönchengladbach again at March 16th. And Chelsea versus Atletico again at um, at March 17th. And those are my predictions and what I think is going to happen in this Champions League. Alrighty, let's get into the trades last summer and how well those players have been doing so far. First, we're going to talk about Harry Maguire, who is a center back from Leicester, who has been traded to Man United for 85 million pounds. Um, Currently... um, Not currently, but what I have thought about Harry Maguire in the past is he's an excellent player, and now he's the most expensive defender in history. After the trade, he has been campaigning to be captain of the team like uh, Ferdinand and uh, others like Rashford, but um, this season isn't looking so good due to the media calling him a bust. Let's see how he ends up uh, coming Later on in the season, to a close. Now, I'm going to be talking about Nicolas Pepe. He's a winger from Lyle and he's been traded to Arsenal for £72 million. Unlike Harry, Nicolas Pepe is making great progress, really showing the coaching staff he belongs. This um, season, he has scored four goals, which isn't bad for the 25-year-old, especially only playing 16 of those matches. Nicolas Pepe's career is lo- definitely looking a lot better than uh, his pre- um, the man before Harry. Um, and I believe that Pe- Pepe, with the um, right support system and um, – training staff which Arsenal does have he could be a good addition to the Arsenal team good addition to Arsenal <laughs> yeah I thought of I a little dumb joke whatever um the third man we're going to be talking about is Rodri a midfielder from Atletico Madrid to Man City for 63 million pounds Roger, Rodri has been playing magnificent by averaging a little under 70 passes a match with 89.15 accuracy. I'm going to repeat that because that's amazing. 89.15 accuracy of 23 games he has scored one goal and one assist. This isn't bad for midfielders out there just because um with passing ability like that and Keeping the momentum upfield and getting it to the men who can actually um, are great scorers. That is a great improvement. Um, other than you know teams who who miss those missing links, he's uh, really showing showing that he deserves to be on Man City with the aggression and play style he has been playing with. Next, we're going to be talking about Tanguay Ndombélé, a midfielder uh, from Lyon. He goes to Tottenham for 65 million pounds. This 24-year-old um, from France has been leaving quite the impression due to his scoring three goals, one assist in the past 21 games in the Premier League. I'm not saying that he is doing the best just due to there are uh, the greats who are scoring like 20 goals in the past 32, like Aubameyang. We'll talk about him later. But um, it's great to see a young guy like this um, doing what he can to help Harry Kane. And we all know Harry Kane is a magnificent player who's been – very experienced and well, uh, well, player in the league. He definitely they can definitely help each other by Harry teaching him qu- um, quite a few things, and uh, Kane uh, and you know, Ndombélé helping Kane in the games. The last trade of the summer I want to talk about is Mose Keane, a forward from Juventus to Everton for 29 million pounds. This is the lowest uh, uh, amount a player has gotten that I'm going to be talking about, but Keane has been doing fairly well due to his uh, goals, him sc- uh, scoring in Champions League in League One with ten goals there and um, six goals in Champions. Even um, he is he is on loan from PSG to Everton. He speaks on his years with Juventus, saying they will always be in his heart. What a great, great sentiment to say. All right. Now I'm going to get into rumors and my thoughts about them. Um, Man United uh, has currently made a bid for $62 million for Arsenal star Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I-, I told you we we're going to be talking about him, and here we go. We're talking about him. Um, Arsenal is currently scared on losing Aubameyang due to him being the top player, uh, scoring 20 20- uh, goals in 32 games this might might steal the deal for uh to seal the deal for man united we all know that um man united has needed uh better talent instead of um even though with their uh, players like anthony martial and uh rashford i believe that uh Aubameyang could definitely be a quite a big help for them Um, I don't know if Arsenal has anything that can uh, help keep Aubameyang there. Um, But since Man United is second in the league and um, with their uh, trade gap, they could definitely be able to make the purchase for Aubameyang. And plus, you know, Pogba is coming back maybe mid to late March, this could definitely be a great help, and this could further push um, United's um, uh, ability on scoring, winning, and all around being a great team. The next rumor I want to talk about is Inter Milan is negotiating a deal to sign Romelu Lukaku. We all know Romelo uh, plays for um, United. Um, Lukaku was asked for seventy for a seventy-five million pound uh, for a service all, uh, services, also bonus payments, bonus payments on top of seventy-five million pounds. They're also talking about bonus payments. Inter Milan um, might have a shot of taking the twenty-six-year-old. Uh, after Lukaku has expressed his uh, love for the Italian league and thinks that there's going to be a comeback in the Italian league due to um, uh, Ronaldo getting traded to Juventus. And the hype is definitely growing strong in Italy. Um, We see Juventus in the Champions League this year. And, you know, with Inter Milan signing might be able to sign Lukaku. I think they, uh, Milan, we might see Milan in Champions League next year. Um, he has also talked about his re, uh, respect and that he likes, um, Milan's manager. I think they have had, um, sort of a past together. Um, I think that Lukaku, um, is gonna say goodbye to Man United and hello to Inter Milan just due to that his two top goals was um, playing in Premier League, and his other goal was to be able to play um, back in his home country of, oh no, he's from France, my bad, uh, and also being able to play in Italy. This um, definitely will be a sad day for Man United, but There is the um, bid that they want to do for um, Aubameyang, so all's good. That ends okay. Um, The next uh, person I want to talk about is what's on every single person's mind that's a soccer fan right now. Where is Lionel Messi going to play next year? Well, Lionel Messi has expressed that he does not want to come back to Barcelona. So I have a few ideas on this, and of course it's going to have to do with Premier League teams. Um, We all know that a lot of players from different parts of um, Europe have came to Premier League just to get that um, shine that they wanted and pay that they deserve. Also the support that they, they also deserve. You know, um, we have seen it with uh, Ronaldo. He came to United. So has uh, Zlatan. He came to United before going to the MLS for to finish his career off. What I believe is that Lionel Messi has two choices. He's going to go to Argentina to play for one of their teams back home. Um, maybe his hometown where they do have a statue, Tim. So that's a very big respect to go back and play for them. I also believe that... Um, Lionel Messi could go to Man City. He could definitely help Kevin Debune and um, they would definitely make a good team together. They could learn from each other. Debune's still fairly young, so is Messi. Messi is only 32 years old. So, how I see it is, Messi could play for um, Man City for a few, maybe six years max, you know, when he's about 38. Then go to Um, the MLS because Man City does have strong ties with New York uh, FC back in MLS. I believe that um, definitely uh, Messi could possibly think of that, you know, going to Man City and then finishing off his career in the MLS for New York uh, uh, FC. So um, those are just my thoughts on the matter from Messi, but Um, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning into my first show of, uh, back of the net. And I will try making, um, videos every week around, you know, Thursday, Friday, maybe even Saturday. I don't know. This is just how it's going to be going from now on. Um, well, thanks again for tuning in and have a good day and yeah, (laughs) bye. Thank you.